This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, and welcome to our show. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty, and we live and travel in our RV. Thanks for coming along on the ride with us. Yeah, hopefully the information we give you will help make your travels a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. You can follow us at rockingthervlife.com, and we really like hearing from you. Mm -hmm. We recently met Jennifer and Matt Papish. They travel a lot, and they can work while being on the road. They have that ability. And they have such an interesting story that we invited them to our RV to be right here on our podcast. Yes, you're going to learn a lot from them. Matt and Jennifer, welcome to our podcast. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks it's for having us. It's a pleasure to have you guys reach out and you know, kind of tell us about your adventure. And mm-hmm. how many RVs do you have? Currently, I have two of them: a travel trailer and a fifth wheel. Okay. Okay. What size is? What are the? Uh, travel trailer is like twenty feet, and that's good for short trips, like weekends mm-hmm. and short trips. And the fifth wheel is uh, thirty-three feet. Mm-hmm. That's also good for short trips, but. If I'm just going to a state park, some state parks have maximum RV sizes, and that's where the travel trailer comes in. It's You could fit it really anywhere you go. Right. And, but if you want to stay a long-term camping, the fifth wheel is much nicer because it's got lots of space, and there's a separate room for the bedroom, and that's a big plus. So Right. Very comfortable for me, too, since I have to work remotely while we're traveling, so ah, I have right. a lot of storage space oh, in, nice. in the fifth wheel. Yeah, nice. That's really important. That's mm-hmm. great that you can do that. Because they're calling a lot of people back to work nowadays. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Now, what do you pull those trailers with? Well, I use uh, a couple different kind of trucks. I for the small uh, travel trailer, I just got a um, a hybrid truck, and I did that for the reason that I actually thought I was going to save gas. But when you really look at it, I don't know how much I really saved because when you tow with a hybrid, it's totally different than when you you know don't tow with it. And I think that's the same with an electric truck. And the hybrid's good because you get the the distance, whereas an electric one you won't. But the reason I got it was because my idea was to go uh, boondock camping, and when you have a hybrid, the way that the truck I have has a 7.2 uh, gigawatt receptacle in the back that runs off the hybrid engine, so when you boondock, you can plug right into that, and you won't need a generator, and you can run your air conditioner and all your appliances with no worries. So. And that's incredible, because a generator usually is pretty loud. Right. And your engine is... Quiet. Well, yeah. The nice thing about the hybrid, the engine's off, mm-hmm. and it only it'll start up once in a while and shut off automatically. So you you leave it on while you're while you have it plugged in, mm-hmm. and so the engine will start up when you need it and shut off. It doesn't stay on all the time, which is the main reason why it's uh, it's super quiet. Yeah, it's you quiet. can't even notice that it's on when you're driving nice. it. You don't even hear it a lot of times. Oh, wow, so. nice. Well, I'll tell you, I like your style. I like the idea. Maybe we should get another one. I oh, mean, and have two. We'd have two of them. Yeah, yeah something a little different. <laughs> a little you know? variety. Yeah, really, that's amazing. Now, do you use any solar? 
the small one has I have a small the Winnebago has micro mini has a solar panel on top and it does charge your battery enough to run the refrigerator and some small appliances so your battery stays charged mm-hmm. but you can't run the air conditioner or the microwave that'll Right. That won't work with But if the, you need uh, to open solar. the slide or do something, you yeah, can, it, it, it has it charges enough power. Yeah, it trickle charges it all the time. So mm-hmm. that's what a lot of new RVs have uh, are the solar panels, mm-hmm. and that's that's nice. And some of them have two and three, and they have another inverter so that you get a lot of power now from solar. Right. So boondocking is uh, a big popular camping experience because of the reason you don't have to spend any money and you can run out. It's totally self-sufficient. Yeah, so. the idea, get off the grid oh, yeah. or get further off the road and away from everyone right. so you can find that private place next to a lake or next to the mountains. And yeah, You have a very unique way of buying RVs, don't you? Yes. I go to uh, auctions and buy them. And uh, there's an auction in Florida that runs uh, once a month. And it's strictly RVs. So it's really nice because I've researched all the auctions and that's the one that has the most uh, late model quality RVs. I'm in the car business, so I got to know auctions from buying cars for over 30 years, buying and selling them. So there's auctions that sell RVs and boats and that's what this one is and that's what their specialty is. So that's how I got into it, just from going to the auction and uh, noticing that they once a month they sell RVs and I went and I looked around and I said, this is pretty cool. And there's some really late model ones with almost no use and very low miles. No kidding. So yeah, they drop in value probably 30% right after you buy them. So yeah, you can get a a nice deal on a used one. And uh, a lot of people like buying used because you save the big money off the versus a new. Absolutely. We bought a couple that you couldn't even tell anyone ever used it. It looked brand new. Wow. What a price deal. It really is. Yeah. You get a a real break on the price and then a lot of it is market driven because right now everything is uh, the prices of the market are higher than they usually are so in the past you were able to buy um, the same thing for like 10,000 less than it is today but then the new prices of new vehicles are are high so right. it kind of offsets but that's a good opportunity for you to earn some money too yeah yeah you can buy and flip them i've done that a little bit and my coworker does that with boats so it's a little different, you know, being in the same business for 30 years, it was nice to try something new, uh, a nice something new to sell. The way they auction them is similar to cars. So. Well, so when you do the auction with the RVs, mm-hmm. are you bidding for it with other people? Yeah, yeah, there's um there's people online, simulcast they call it, that oh. click on bids. Oh, and, so you and, do it online so you don't have to go to Florida. No, the, I do. For I'll tell you why. For RVs, uh-huh. uh it's Oh, you'd want to see it. Yeah, you got to yeah. see it because yeah. the way they're set up, you can't arbitrate an RV. They're as is no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So when you buy it, you own it and you uh-huh. can't turn it back. Whereas a car, if you buy it online and it's something isn't right, you can arbitrate it. Okay. So that's why I like to see them in person because they really don't do a good condition report. You have to see when you look inside, you see the the wear and tear on certain things and and uh the roof if there's a leak mm-hmm. you know there, there's some things you got to look at was it an accident a lot of well, things you can tell pictures from certain angles mm-hmm. and if there was a water leak you may not yeah, see that gotta, in a photo you so you want to be there to look yeah at and it's not like you have an inspector there with you you just got to kind right. of right. see you it can visually. do that but i like to see him in person because yeah. then you really get an eye on it and you yeah. can get a real good feel for it too and there's so many there that you might miss something yeah so okay so then you've gotten some and you've flipped them Yes. And Jennifer, I've heard you like to 
stage them when you I do actually I really enjoy that Um, I've done some home staging Uh um, you know just for like people that are selling and flipping houses okay yeah so I just had the idea when he bought an RV it wasn't one we were going to use I thought you know what you're going to take photos of it and put it on the advertising why don't I stage it yeah make it look like a home Uh show them how nice the space can be great so I you know bring my things in there I get inspired and I I stage it up and shine it up absolutely brilliant it is I love it people have made comments about how much they love the photos and the staging was what sold it oh my god it's like a house Mm -hmm. yes I've seen pictures that people put up of their RV they're for sale and it's like Oh my lord, what are you doing? There's a bag of trash. <laughs> or, or there's a, you know, part of a cantaloupe on the seat. You know, <laughs> it's, you, know you can't do that. No, yeah. you got to clean it up real good and make it look. It's got to look. The first impression is the most important thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, most of all, you guys like to travel. How long have you been traveling? Uh, 2018, I believe, yeah. is when we first started. We bought our first RV uh-huh. at the auction. Yeah, I thought oh, I'd give it a yeah. try. But yeah. I buy the small ones. When you first start out RVing, you're uh, it's kind of intimidating the whole hobby of RVing because oh, sure. then you got to get a truck and then you're going to tow something big behind it. It's kind mm-hmm. of the unknown. So you get a small one, like what a lot of people do to start out, just mm-hmm. to test it to make sure that that's what they enjoy doing. Right. So that's what we did with the small one, and we um, went to Florida, and we were at a campground, and uh, it was nice to stay there for, we were there for maybe a month or so, and then our neighbors next to us had a fifth wheel, and that's how I got into that interest, because of the reason that we're in the small one, and it's kind of crammed after a while, mm-hmm. so then you get to uh, talk to the neighbors and say, you know, it's not so hard to tow one of these, and I'm saying, man, that thing's huge, and that's intimidating, and I was very uncertain about it, so... Yeah. And you need a diesel truck to tow that. Right. So then you move up another step to get the bigger one because uh, it's more comfortable and it and it's not as bad as you would have thought. In fact, it's easier in some ways. Uh, so yeah. it's and, a pleasant surprise. Wow. And the fact is, none of us are 20 anymore. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, you yeah. want those creature comforts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, people say it's glamping, but it's exactly what you said. When you get older, you want to take better care of yourself and yeah, you um, want somewhere comfortable to sit comfortable to sleep yeah right. yeah we've all tented camping done, you know yeah, when we were young roughing it camping <laughs> yeah. but you know when you're going for long term you want to have your comforts around so, absolutely sure. space and we have one rule everybody has to get a good night's sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah that's important yeah. It it absolutely in an rv i sleep better honestly because it's more cozy mm-hmm. if you're at a campground Peaceful and it's and quiet, quiet. Mm-hmm. And, and there's fires it's very pleasant to me i, I found it very easy to sleep in that yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. well recently you guys took a trip out west Yes, that's actually our second trip out west. We went year before last, and we went kind of the southern route, and we went down for the winter, stayed three months, um, went down through Arkansas, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, and went out to the high desert in California, and we stayed out there. And it was beautiful, absolutely you were beautiful. In the fifth wheel or the we were in the fifth wheel. Okay, yeah, we did that in the in the bigger mm-hmm. RV, and it was really nice. We really enjoyed that, but. Since then, we decided, you know what? We haven't seen out west in the north. So we thought, we'll take another trip. Mm-hmm. So we went on Route 95, and, mm-hmm. or 94. What is it? 95? That was 94. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. 94. Yeah, we went out and saw Washington, Oregon, uh, Montana, which is beautiful. We got to visit Glacier. Oh, wow. We did not have enough time there. We were only that place for like two days and we need more time. So what we're already booked a week for next year to go back. I was going <laughs> yeah. to ask. 
what would you recommend? How long should you stay at Glacier? Oh, I would say at least a week. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. Well, you can stay a week. I think you can get a lot done in um, like three days if, if you really get on it every morning. But if you want to, you know, relax a little bit, maybe a week would be a nice time frame to stay. That way you're not so rushed. Mm-hmm. But it's so much to do. So uh, much hiking. They have there, some really nice endless, tours. Endless uh, things you could do to keep yourself busy. I know so. they have that one road. I think it's called To the Sun. Going to going the to Sun, the sun yeah. Road, mm-hmm. yes. that's yeah. That's the name of the road? Yeah, yes. they call it Going to the Sun, right. and it cuts right through the park uh-huh. from the east. You can either go from the east to the west or from the west to the east. And what we did is do the uh, west to the east direction. And mm-hmm. uh, at the very middle of that road, there's a, a real good visitor center that has the can- the real good hiking trails. Logan Pass. It's called Logan's yep. Pass. Mm-hmm. And that's where you stop to go and do the hiking in that area. There's a lot of great trails. And they have a ranger station there. They'll give you recommendations on wow. where to go. Well, and, uh, okay. I would imagine it had to be pretty crowded when you were there. Yeah, it is. That's the only negative I would have to say. It's crowded. So you when you go to the park, you got to leave early in the morning, like right around sometimes 6, 6 o'clock, 7 mm-hmm. o'clock at the latest. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't have a pass to get in. Because yeah, those can a, be a little difficult to get in for your right. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, you need a, a pass to go. A parking pass is what they call it. Uh-huh. But even if you have that and you go to these uh, like Logan Pass, it was totally packed. So I got lucky and I found somebody that was leaving. I was as I was leaving that parking lot, I had to turn to the right and somebody was leaving. So I got lucky and I got a spot. But nice. I met other people that I had to walk at least a half hour to get to where the trails start. Wow. So yeah, there, you just gotta get out early and then. Yeah. That's a popular spot. Yeah, because uh, sure. a lot of the hikes are fairly long. And they they take almost all day, so people start out early to do them. And mm-hmm. and that was a Saturday, so you know that's going to be really oh, crowded. Yeah. We went back the next morning, uh-huh. and it was not as crowded. Not we as went crowded. up by Lake McDonald, yeah. and they have mm-hmm. the waterfalls, and it was real beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really have to fight any crowds. Yeah. But yeah, wow. it was very, very pretty. Yeah. Definitely a must-see. Uh-huh. We swung through Montana, Idaho, and then through Washington a little bit, and then mostly in Oregon because we had some mechanical issues we had to take care of in Portland. But you guys went up into Washington where we haven't been. What yeah. did you see there, and how did you feel about it? Oh, we loved Washington. Washington's beautiful. It is so beautiful. Yeah. Redwood trees, the huge pine trees, absolutely beautiful. Mountains. Evergreens, giant yes. evergreens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you, and you went to Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Is that the name of the town? Yes, it yep. is. Oh, I want to go there so bad. It's like a little German town? Yes. It is. You feel like you got Very dropped European. off in Europe. Oh, my the gosh. The food, you can smell the food. It's so amazing. Oh. Authentic German food. Oh. Um, shopping. We wonderful ice some, cream. Yeah. Yeah, when we were in Coeur d'Alene, we met a couple and they said, oh, you got to go to Leavenworth. And we just couldn't get there. And I knew about it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> no, I definitely had, recommend that place yeah. for sure. We had axle fluid leaking into the brakes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We had to stay put for a while. Yeah. Which well, we on did. your next trip, right? Yes, <laughs> yes but for that sure. Whole Columbia Gorge. Oh, it's and beautiful. Yeah, that's a nice drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Absolutely. time that we were riding through, I, I um, had, there was a lot of headwinds. So, yeah. Did, Gusty uh, winds. The gas mileage was going down, but it was a little bit of a struggle going through there because the RV mm-hmm. got pushed around a little bit. You um, could see the white caps on the water. It yeah. was a oh, lot of wind that wow. day for sure. But, but it, it was, was a, a nice beautiful drive. drive. Yeah. Very, very well worth it. Yeah. So scenic. Yes. We ended up going to Warm Beach, which was up in like the 
tip, almost to the tip of Washington um, to visit a friend. And we got to stay at a beautiful campground. And we were actually the only two people there mm-hmm. because wow. our friend let us stay there for the night. And I, it I was so amazing. Like that. Yes. Oh, yes. It was the most peaceful night you could oh, even imagine. Oh, it was so man. beautiful with all the trees. And oh. yeah, we enjoyed it very much. Must have slept really well that night. Oh, oh that yeah. was probably the was, best night's sleep totally I had yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, was amazing. Nice night. Yeah. Wow. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, when you guys camp, do you do a lot of your own meals? Do you cook out over the fire or do you go to restaurants? We mix it up. We do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah, likes we, to grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we grill uh, from time to time. But I tell you, you know, uh, going uh, on these uh, trips, you you want to check out what the locals like as yes. far as cuisine. Right. And that's a lot of fun of uh, traveling like this is yes. uh, you listen to the locals and go with the places they recommend to eat. Mm-hmm. And nine we times out of ten, of they're, they're home runs as far yeah. as yeah. a great decision. I and, agree uh-huh. 100%. Yes. So it's, that's the excitement of traveling this way is seeing new things and trying different places to eat you know it's not the same old all the time you know? right yeah because every region has a personality of food or something right. exactly or, or a different atmosphere uh, yeah like in leavenworth it was like a german theme oh you know? yeah the mm-hmm. pork chops so. and sauerkraut oh it was oh. amazing yeah. and then we ended up finding on the way home we stopped at a pizza place just in minnesota and it was some of the best pizza we've ever yeah. had they oh. Put the fresh mozzarella and the balsamic dressing on it. It was amazing. Not to so, mention in yeah. um, Washington and Oregon, you can't beat the salmon and the fish. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. You got to go, you know, go where the, the best food is known to and be. And you had some yes. you had some clams, too, I think, when yep. we were there. You go to Maine, you got to eat the lobster. Yep. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's <laughs> where we're going soon. Yeah. So you ended up down in Oregon. At the place you recommended. Yes. Um, and tarts. that was really nice Garden of you to Bay. do that. I listened to one of your podcasts and yes. we stayed at... Uh, that we was went, a helpful tip for sure. <laughs> was that Knee... Knee Tarts. Knee Tarts Bay. Right on the bay, mm-hmm. peaceful and quiet. Temperatures yes. are amazing. Oh when it was 97 God. to 100 in Montana, mm-hmm. we got there and just really it's nice enjoyed to be the by weather. the water. The temperature drops. It's like a natural air conditioning. It was beautiful. Yes. It does. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see the tide rolling in and rolling out in the yeah. morning and the evening. Oh, and the yeah. coastal yeah. drive all oh. the way up to Astoria oh, when we left. It was beautiful. breathtaking. Don't you love it? Oh, oh, we had to just get out and take photos. It was so yep. amazing. Yeah, you do. You uh-huh. stop every five minutes and have to, oh my God, here's a scenic overlook. Yeah. There's another one you got to pull over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you were in Tillamook, right? Tillamook. Oh yes. Yeah. So yeah, we had a little fun on the way to Tillamook too yeah. because you might want to fill your gas tank up before you go through the forest. I don't know if you did the Sea to Trees drive. Yeah. No. It's like 50, yeah, yeah, 50 like, miles. Yeah, there was a long distance between. Uh, no cell There was nothing, and then you end up no gas station right out in the in Tillamook. Yeah. So we oh, yeah no we kidding. barely made it out without running yeah, out of gas. Yeah, that's happened a few <laughs> times. You, you, yeah. We, uh, that once. Don't yep. realize how long it's going to be before you need to hit a yeah. gas station. Oh, yeah. So 
We did. We it was a beautiful it. drive, but a little bit of a nail biter yeah. because oh. we were afraid we weren't going to make it to the gas well, station. I like, oh. like to call it a little drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're RVing, you have to be prepared but we did for catch drama. The, uh, we caught the good ice cream and cheese at the oh, Chillamook factory. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then not far from that was the Blue Heron. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. The and Blue that's Heron, uh, French cheese. Uh, I forget exactly what yeah, that's called. Yeah, it's like a, Company, a, a yeah. little bit of a winery, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. a candy a store nice, there. It's, they have it's a, a nice, harvest host there, and yeah. yes. we stayed there. Yeah, you can stay two nights. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Harvest host is where they allow you to stay, like a boondocking type setup. Yeah. You're all on your own, and you don't need any. Uh, I'm sure you saw them all out there when yeah. you yeah, we did. pulled oh, yeah. in. And they had all the little animals out there, too. Yeah. That was really nice Petting to see all the animals. Or whatever yep. yeah. it is. It's a nice it's place really to nice. visit. Mm-hmm. A very nice area. Very nice. Yeah. Well, so. We ate our weight in ice cream, for sure. Oh, yes. yogurt, Tillamook yes. yogurt and sour cream. And yeah, we have yeah. everything Tillamook right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you did have a little accident, didn't you? Oh, we did. Yeah. We, we were coming back from Florida. and yes, uh, all, And I'm so careful. This is the fifth wheel. When, now, I, which trip was this? So this was... Uh, this was over uh, this last winter. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Over the winter coming okay. back. We, were, uh-huh. we spent like three months in Florida uh-huh. on the way back. All the way back. No no problems. Everything was, it was great. Half an hour We stayed several home. places in Florida. <laughs> so the, this was our final trip home from the last place. Mm-hmm. And everything was going great. And I got off maybe a half hour before my home mm-hmm. in Cuyahoga Falls. And I'm at the Sheets gas station trying to get gas. And I'm, you know, I got to hit the NN pump because I have a diesel. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gas stations are kind of tight. You got to be careful. I, yeah. You, yeah. you know, uh, Sheets is a big one. So that's why I chose it. And I was going all the way around to my pump, but somebody cut me off. So I had to go circle around him to the other side of the station to catch the other diesel pump. And as I did, no problem. I was facing the one direction. I filled it. And then as I was leaving, I said, well, instead of me going another circle around, I think I'll just kind of turn to the right. It looked like there was plenty of room to the right. And I'll go real slow. I think I can make it. So I started to do that, and I heard a big crash in the back. But I was going slow, thank God. Did you and feel it, too, or just hear it? Uh, no, we I, felt it. I felt and it. And heard it. <laughs> but I heard it, and I, but I was going very slow. But oh. it's never when that happened, I just prayed for it not to be as bad as it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then knowing how RVs are built, yeah. it was a lot worse than I we thought. We jumped out, ran so, back there, and saw that we had kind of yeah, it caught back, where the back wall is attached, and it pulled it, it off pulled one the back side. Wall apart from the roof Electric would wires be. were hanging, and, uh, and oh. I think we, so, yeah, yeah, that was we a probably incident. looked pretty sad at that moment. Yeah, that was, <laughs> oh, my God. That was a heartbreak, yeah. Yeah, that then was. You're almost home, and then then you got to go back and so, limp back home. And what, it was, yeah. so, so was it drivable? Were you able to take it, drive it back? Yeah, home it was. Then? Yeah, barely God, drivable. Yeah. I mean, you could drive it, but we were afraid that the back wall was going to come. Come loose, apart, completely yeah. detached. Out so I was or... following him, and I was a little nervous because oh. I didn't want you know anybody to get behind him and have it fall off. And oh, I also didn't extra... want it to fall off on myself. Oh, but... <laughs> so you had an extra car. So you took a, an extra car with. Well, you. when I was following him to the shop, mm-hmm. to, yeah, we but were no, taking going it to the home, shop. you weren't. You no, didn't no, I was riding oh, with you. No, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was It was fine. She followed me to go to a dealer to drop it off, and she was following me close. Yeah, because I told her to because I didn't know you know because I made it home, but I didn't know how it would last. It was kind of hanging but actually they're very sturdy it looked worse than it was because uh-huh. I took it to the a dealer and it didn't the bill wasn't as bad as I thought they put a new no. wall on it mm-hmm. I thought it was going to cost a lot more yeah the most expensive thing you know was to get the wall and he had to put the whole new one on and I took yeah. it to a RV a repair facility not far from where they manufacture them oh that's I, cool. I drove it all the way out to Indiana with the wall hanging like that so oh, that's nice yeah, yeah so I, it wasn't as bad as well, I, after I was seeing it in a while we so. kind of tried to crash wrap it ourselves because we took it somewhere and they were supposed to wrap yeah. it because the weather was really 
really they bad. They call it a crash wrap because you want and to make sure no water it. gets in the roof oh, area. Yeah. You know that plastic so. sheeting that has stick sticky like sticky on the back sheet. side yeah. and you could protect carpet yeah. uh-huh. he and i are out there working with this yeah. sticky stuff wrapping it ourselves oh, oh, yeah, I did to protect it jar, you want to so. keep water yes. out so yeah but it worked oh, it worked we didn't gosh. have any water damage thankfully. what time of year was that like what month? that was in march march mm-hmm. oh yep. wow. and it was right before that bad weather that we had got real cold and a lot of snow oh, so yeah wow. we had to try to Keep that yeah. protected. Well, oh. I don't carry any tools. I just take duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you that need would to, take a lot to of hold. Duct tape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least it was clear tape, so it didn't look as bad as it could have. <laughs> but yeah. gas stations are a pain yes. in the butt. People are yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah, they oh, yeah. will cut you off, and then they'll pull in. You're pulled in behind them, waiting for the pump. Everybody in the world knows you're waiting, and you've got a big rig behind you. And they have to go in and buy a candy bar. And if it's out west, they go in and play the casino. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, the car is still at yes. the pump. Yeah, it's crazy. That has happened yeah. to, to me, for yeah. sure. A guy they went see, in, and yeah. 10, 15 minutes later, yeah. I'm still sitting there waiting. And he saw me there. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Care at all. Crazy. Inconsiderate some, yep. some people are, yeah. yeah, That's my Gosh. word. Inconsiderate. Yep. It was yeah. very inconsiderate. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. We've had so many issues with the gas pump when we had the... Uh, the Bay Star. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little bit easier now with the diesel because you can go through the the truck ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, that, that is nice. It's a lot more mm-hmm. space and uh, and you um, a little more organized. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're more organized. That's the yeah. way. That's and the, the DEF pump is nice too, where you don't have to buy a container right. and put it in. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do like that. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you've had to fix while you were on the road? Anything come apart or? Oh, you know, when we were in, weren't we in Georgia? Oh yeah, we yeah. We just had, got um, to an RV yeah, park. Yeah, this could be a little bit interesting. <laughs> it so, is. yeah, this is my brand new fifth wheel. I have it's uh, the Solitude. There's a really nice RV park in right outside of, between the Georgia and Florida border. So we were going to stay there for a couple of days, and I get there and hook up. I hooked up my. Um, I have a electric. I hook a 50 amp, and I have a 50 amp surge protector, mm-hmm. and it it's all hooked on and. So I'm in my bathroom and my GFI is not working. It's tripping and I've done everything I can. I've reset it. I've taken it off the wall, played with the wires a little bit, made sure they were tight, put it back in the wall, and it kept popping. Wow. And and I think, man, this this is uh, a big problem. So I went to Lowe's, bought a brand new GFI, came back, installed it myself, and it's still the same problem. No kidding. Yeah. So what happens is... There was a, a mobile RV guy at the park, he and was, I asked him... Uh, servicing someone else's servicing RV, somebody else's and we flagged him down. Yeah, they come around because then you know it's, yeah. it's inconvenient to take your RV and take it all the way somewhere. So right. they have these mobile guys that come around. So I asked him to look at it. He goes out, looks at it, takes it apart. And he said, well, the first thing I noticed is your uh, circuit breaker was not flashing its three lights like it should. Mm-hmm. That protects you so you don't get a power surge. He said the, the one light should have been solid, so I think it's the RV park's fault. And sure enough, it was the RV park's fault. Mm-hmm. And they it was the, the, post the post we were plugged into. So right. they had so to have their service people It was not my RV. Out. It was yeah. the park. It wasn't even ours. So $350 we learned later after a $350 service <laughs> fee oh, to tell me it was the oh, RV park, no. basically. Yeah. Yeah. That was my bad experience. So yeah. I did try to fix it myself, but it was right. not my RV. No. You know yeah. what? That right. is really common. Oh, my god! That has yes. happened in the park that we're in. Yeah. Uh, the, the two next door to us said that they had to have their plugs rewired the ground came off or something we've been into places where you know you plug in and sure enough you don't get those three lights there's a ground interruption or something Mm -hmm. and i was in a state park in oregon and i could feel the current 
if I touch the RV and touch the water faucet, oh and, no. uh, wow. and I would yeah. I could just feel it on the back of my hand a little bit. Wow! So I put a meter on it, 117 volts. Oh my and, gosh! And you know you got to be careful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they say that the park uh, posts get used. Uh, yeah. You know they get beat up and used yeah. so many times. That they get worn. Yeah, wow. they do. Yeah. So never assume it's always your RV. Yeah. It, yeah sometimes it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Good story. Don't, yeah, always yeah. keep in mind it could not, not only your RV, it could be the park's fault. So. Right. Yeah, right. Well, do you guys have anything planned for the future? Oh, we do. Um, we're going to go to Florida again this year. Yep. Um, we've already rebooked a week for glacier next year in july yep. we're gonna do that that's smart yeah 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 when, when we rv we find the places that we like and we then we tend to revisit them so now that we've been out west in the south and out west in the north and then in florida a couple times we kind of know where we want to go so we're going to do glacier the northern route again next year and then we're going to we have a, a couple little places. more into central oregon we're going to do crater lake and yeah. um lapine areas places we didn't really go pretty. to also mm-hmm. yes. um, but a little and, more um, in Idaho. We just got right. to the northern yeah, we part. Really we want to go to Boise. Yeah. You think a month sounds like a lot, but it's really not a lot. It when goes you're so fast. You need more time to really yeah. see. Mm-hmm. You could just touch on certain things, but go back to the places you liked. Yeah, right. I agree. But oh, yeah. That's why our being so great. You can, you know, just yeah. narrow it down to what you want to really spend some time at. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Matt and Jennifer, thank you so much. Yeah, it was thank a pleasure you. talking to it you. It was so yeah. nice talking to you as well yeah. and meeting you. Appreciate yeah, I've really enjoyed all your podcasts because they really hit home with. Uh, being in a fellow RVer, they really uh, the the uh, things that happen are very common, and uh, it, yeah. it just makes you feel like you're not the only one. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. The, the great yeah. stories are are something to be passed on. They're they're really nice. Well, thank so. you yeah, very thank much. You. Sure, we thank appreciate. You. It. Hey, safe travels. Yeah, thank you. You too. Enjoy your next trip. Yeah, thank you. Have a nice trip, Matt and Jennifer. I'll tell you, they really had some great tips. Oh, they sure did. And I like that Jennifer stages them. She'll go in and decorate it. She's a decorator. Mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. Yeah, you go to sell an RV, if you don't stage it, I mean, you've seen pictures of some of the insides of RVs. Yeah. And they're like dumps. Yeah. You know, I mean, do a little bit of work on yeah. it. You know, fix it up a little bit. Yeah. Stage it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they buy their RVs at auctions to save a lot of money. Let me remind you, Matt is very skilled at that. Now, there are plenty of auctions that deal with RVs. Yes, an online search will help you to find where they are. Mm-hmm. You're going to find everything like slightly used ones, repossessed models, and even RVs that dealers have not been able to sell. And there are also RV rental companies that use auctions to help sell their used RVs. But remember, these are rentals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Be very careful. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plenty of owners that are motivated to sell something that they don't use or found out that, hey, this RV life is not what they thought it was going to be. Right. Just make sure you research the auctions carefully and know what you are looking for. Yeah. You've got to know the market. Mm-hmm. you got to know the prices. And those prices vary depending upon condition, mileage, accessories, and other factors. And I really think you got to be hands-on. It would be, I know you can buy online, right? Right. But it's better to actually go to the auction and see it and feel it and touch it and look at it. The only thing is you can't drive it. Mm -mm. But remember too, every auction has its own rules and guidelines, along with processes for bidding and finalizing the sale. 
you do have to register first. Now, many, as I said, have online bidding capabilities that might differ from the in-person bidding processes. Before you jump in, you should always consider exploring all the rules, terms, and steps for that specific auction that you plan to attend. Have a budget. Don't get caught up in a bidding war. Oh, yeah. Whatever you do, don't drink and bid. <laughs> yeah. Don't hey, we'd like that. to hear from you if you've ever bought from an auction. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, our time is up. Thank you very much for listening. And until next week, stay safe. You know, I really like Matt and Jennifer's idea of having two RVs. Well, then you better start buying some lottery tickets. <laughs> it's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.